What is up everyone, welcome to another episode of Chat with Dan, this is your host Dan. Before we start this episode, I want to thank you so much for listening to this. Don't forget also that we have a YouTube page in which you can watch all of these amazing episodes. If it is your birthday, happy birthday. If you're having a great day, keep having it. And if you're having not a very good day, hope my episode helps you here. Remember, every day is a beautiful day because you exist. So, without further more, let's get started. I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Dan? I'm doing, I'm doing good as well. I mean, what better way to have an epic evening with an epic guest, right? That's very kind of you. <laughs> it's really nice to meet you. Same here. Same here. Also, welcome to the show. Um, Thank you. Before we start, I have to give you a proper badass welcome. So if you have seen some more episodes, you know exactly what I'm about to do. If not, let me show you. <laughs> I did see this last night. Hi, Dan. <laughs> My friend Dan is here. So, um, so starting with the whole interview now, tell me how your acting career started. How did it start? I guess I went to college for acting. I always like acted as a kid and then high school, you know, played around with it. And then I went to study music theater. I went to a conservatory okay. and I studied for four years and I wow. moved to New York after that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's epic. Wow. And so after moving to New York City, you quickly yeah. found work off Broadway, off Broadway, before joining the national tour of Suzuko. You played such notable roles as uh, Elisa Doolittle at the Sierra Repertory Theater. Tell me about that experience. So I um, I got my equity card through Susical. I traveled yeah. the country for seven months, and then I somehow ended up in LA. I signed with an agent out there, and I was doing yeah. like more TV stuff. And it was years between the two, but before um, I booked an equity job again, okay. because I was kind of new to the union and sometimes that happens. I know it's happened for a lot of my friends too. So I was so excited to do My Fair Lady. I'd only gotten to do like workshops here and there of new musicals. Um, and so that was really, I think to this day, probably my favorite musical role I ever got to play. I mean, women, especially in that time, were just not written the way that that show was written. I mean, she's really the, the star of the show and she goes through such a transformation. I had to hone in on two different dialects and two different ways of carrying myself. And it's just such a beautiful show and it yeah. was such a great challenge. So it's something that I, I a, a memory that I hold really dear to my heart. That's amazing. And then you got the role of Norma Jean in Marilyn, the new musical at the Paris in Las Vegas. That's bad, yes. by the way. But tell me, <laughs> tell me also about that performance, but also about your character as well. So um, that was a brand new musical. So that was exciting to get to do something brand new. And because it was new, it was always changing. So okay. up until like the night that we opened, things were just constantly changing. So it was always an adventure. Um, but it was so cool to play to a house that big. It was really cool to be on the strip. Our show was only open for about a month. We were hoping that it would be open a lot longer, but um, it was really memorable. I did not like Vegas at all. Like okay. as a person, it was not my, do you like Vegas? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like to visit, but like for living, it wasn't yeah, really yeah, my yeah. I, yeah, I know what you mean. It was so hot. It was like 
July. I mean, it, I was just dying. Um, but playing playing Norma Jean, I played like the younger version of Marilyn. Mm. And so there was another actress playing Marilyn Monroe, um, Ruby Lewis, who's like a Vegas yeah. and Broadway star in her own right. And so that was really cool to get to play two sides of the same coin. And we actually had a, an intimate scene at the end, right before Marilyn dies, mm. where we got to like be together and be cohesive and speak to each other. And so that yeah. was really cool. I've always been so fascinated by Marilyn Monroe. I, I feel like most people are. It's a really tragic and crazy and compelling life story. Totally, totally, I agree yeah. on that. So cool. And tell me like, how you usually prepare before a musical? I mean, do you have, um, yeah, like a specific technique or like a, let's say ritual? Like what do you, like what sets you in this yes, mood? Sorry, <laughs> people are joining. I want to say hi. Um, I always take the material to a voice teacher or okay. a coach and work on that because um, that is, you know, I think in a musical, the biggest thing that you want to get under your belt, you want to figure out how you want to attack if the vocal technique, where the song goes, if you're gonna be dancing, like for Marilyn, I started, I started like working out more because I was gonna be like singing and dancing at the same time, which like is so hard for me. Yeah, yeah it's yes. so, there are some people that can just like do it, but for me, I was like huffing and puffing. So I had to like go to work on the j treadmill and like get that up. Um, and then character wise, if it's somebody that has already lived, I do research of course on them. And then I spend time with the script and kind mm. of go through and look for clues and ask myself questions in the margins and then try to fill in any holes, like um, anything that backstory wise that I feel like I need to know for the character. I, I like try to imagine it so that I know where they're coming from so that it, because if I don't do that, it took me a while to realize that if I don't do that, that I'm not coming from a place of like specificity and then it's just a little more general. Mm. So I try to like really imagine that person's world as much as I possibly can. Um, and the script is like the Bible, basically. <laughs> you know? Just gives you everything you need to know. Absolutely. And like, what are some of the things that you like the most about musicals? I think the thing that I love the most about musicals um, is I think that they're, it's certainly not realistic, right? Nobody yeah. gets into a fight with their spouse and breaks into a song, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that would be cool, but yeah. It would be cool, yeah. <laughs> but there's something about music that enables you to express emotion in such a different way. Mm. And because of that, I feel like the audience can also feel it so differently. I mean, it depends on the musical, right? If it's like bridges or something very um, like heart-wrenching, it's, it just allows you to go to a different place. Or if it's something happy, the music infuses that feeling for the audience. And the audience is really the, the, the third character and last character, you know? Yeah. They give you the energy. And so I love that. But I just think that even though sometimes in college when we were studying, I had a hard time being like, but it's so weird that I just like first time in the song. It's, there's something that I also love about it because it's it's not realistic. So you're allowed to just like go to a different level and and be totally. elevated and be free. And yeah, I guess that's what I love about it. Totally, totally. But you know what? You got me thinking like, what will happen if, if you got into an argument and then you start singing? In real life? Yeah. 
Well, my husband would first of all just be like, I'm not listening to you. <laughs> but you know what? I think that would be kind of a cool, like, kind of a cool thing to diffuse the situation. It would be. I've, I've played a part, or I, I did a performance of a part where a woman just like tells her husband everything she's been thinking for years, and it's so beautiful. Um, but I think the reason I love it so much is because, and, and film too, is yeah. sometimes you're able to say the things that in life you don't have the ability to like put together the way you want to say it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. And that, and I think that's that's basically how when music can when music can can help you out you know when, when you can express yeah, uh, yeah because it happens it happens right that maybe for some people it's difficult for them to express like their emotions or or something yeah. like that in a better way and then maybe music can come through to basically help you out you know but I that's mean, a really you're... great way of saying it exactly yeah. when like you can't they say they said in college which my friend steph just joined we went to college together they say um if you when you can't speak anymore you sing like when the words aren't it's not enough when whatever you're feeling is like beyond words that's yeah. when you you break into the song and it makes sense yeah totally but you know what next time i'm into an argument it doesn't matter i'm gonna start singing <laughs> and you better let me know how that goes yeah does it get you what you want because that's what we all want in a fight right yeah. but 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 i mean i'm super sure that Maybe it, it would be kind of a cool way to diffuse the situation, you know, because if you start singing, the other person is going to think you're crazy. And then, yeah. like, no matter what the other person tells you, if you continue singing, at some point, it's going to be like, I'm done. And you won. It's a great way to win. Yeah, because everybody wants to win. My friend Sal. Like a little bit. Get some black. Oh, let's just wait. Hmm. Oh, yeah, we got some technical problems here. Let me solve them. Give me one second, guys. I'm so sorry. I don't know if that was my phone or not. Well, we're back. We're good. We're back. I'm so sorry about that. No, nah, it's fine. Don't worry. It happens. It happens. It, it happens. I mean, technology, right? I mean, yeah. it happens. Like, we've gotten so far, but still. Yeah. Yeah. So we have <laughs> this, this type of issues here and there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, definitely, I'm going to try. I'm, I'm going to try that. It, it, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, definitely, next time I'm in an argument, I'm going to definitely start singing. Definitely Let me know how it goes. I would love to try it. You know, I probably should. <laughs> it would probably make my husband is very even keeled. He doesn't experience emotions like on either end of the spectrum. Okay. So I imagine he would just kind of shake his head and leave the room. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But for example, what if you, if you have an argument? I don't know with a with a with a phone bill, or if you are in a restaurant, or you are like I think it would be also kind of a cool experiment to act, for acting as well. You know, if you just suddenly start singing in public and start to perform. It could also know? be a really funny comedy sketch. <laughs> to just like, if someone just gone, behaves, yeah. 
that's the way that they think you there's you behave in like a musical movie. They think that's just life. <laughs> Somebody yeah. sitting away with a camera, that would be pretty funny. Yeah, and especially I'd love to do that, actually. if you can make it with Disney songs. That's a great, yeah, part of your world. Just work it in. It'd be pretty funny. Yeah, I swear to God that if I, at some point I see a YouTube video of somebody doing that, I'm gonna be like, that was my idea. But I, I will, I will need to hurry then. If I, I ever do it, I'll I credit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely gonna try that. I, I think it's it's like a cool way to diffuse the situation and not to, especially for the loved ones, of course, and not to get into this um, awkwardness situation. You know, I think it would be yeah. kind of cool to kind of ease things up and be like, I'm cool. I'm just gonna sing now, so you better sit and enjoy the show. Sure. You know. You sit there and you listen to me. <laughs> that exactly. That is what I love so much about musicals is that the character who needs to speak gets, I mean, not always, of course, that can be the conflict, but more often than not, there's a point that you've waited for where they get to speak their piece. I mean, same thing in movies. And it's, I think it's what we all really want to be able to do. And I think that's why we love to watch it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, I mean, and and I think it's it it is also really cool, right? That whenever the audience starts singing along, yes, if they know the the material, and yeah, I sing in um retirement homes a lot, and I always try to get them to sing with me because there's something really special about people joining in music together, you know? Yeah, that's so, nice. that's so awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah, and like in general, tell me like how you should prepare a character. I mean. I understand, of course, that depending on the role, right? But like, what are some of the techniques that you kind of always do to set the character ready? Or like, um, yeah, like what stuff, what, like, like how long it usually takes you to be in the mind for the character? It kind of, I feel like I'm, I'm very much a rehearsal person, which sometimes with film, you don't get much rehearsal, but um, after like the first day or so, you kind of get into it. I, I really feel like I'm, I'm a person that needs the rest of the cast okay. and the director and that to kind of like start feeling like her. But um, I would say my at home work starts with lots of memorization because I don't want to be stressing about that. And I don't, I don't memorize a hundred percent. I probably do it around 80% because I still, I want to discover so much in the moment with the other characters. And I want to be a little surprised by what they say and stuff. But if I take out that part of it, then it allows me so much more time and space to live in the character mm. instead of trying to remember the lines. Mm -hmm. So that's a really big part of it for me. Um, the reading up, the memorization, and then the the time spent kind of imagining the backstory and the, the different relationships and figuring out what this person wants. Um, sometimes it's really obvious, you know? Yeah but the subtext of what drives this person and um, humanity, human nature is so interesting to me because we all have this in everyday life. And, and yeah. when you get to break down a character, you get to like really sit down and like, and dissect a person the way that, you know, I could dissect you, but like, I won't get to probably, you know, because I'm not gonna sit down with a script on your life, but it's a really cool opportunity to get, try to get inside someone's head. I think yeah, I went on a absolutely. Absolutely. Now, it is it is really it is really interesting, and also the fact, I mean, of course that 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 you get the chance to play some some somebody totally different than you, because I think you you get the chance also to learn new things from you, 
and at the same time you get the chance to know more about you by playing somebody else you know absolutely i i sometimes i will go out for roles and i'm just like this is so not right for me like i do feel like anything that you're going to be able to be good at playing there's got to be a, a part of you in there you know what yeah. i mean mm -hmm. um you have to add or some people even think about it the other way around that it's you with a little bit of the character and some of those people are like the best actors ever because they're being so honest they can relate so much you know but yeah you can also learn about yourself and i guess growing up i couldn't decide what i wanted to be and i was like i loved acting and i was like i would get to experience so many different lives and so many different vocations and yeah exactly you learn so much about yourself you learn so much yeah and what do you think it's an important aspect for character creation and what was that yeah uh what do you think it's an important aspect for character creation um i think that it's really important because in order to to create like a three-dimensional person mm. you have to bring so much of what you personally know to it otherwise it's like cr creating a robot creating an outside right this, this person's gestures the way this person stands the way this person talks but if you're not focused on what you're feeling as that person it's sort of two-dimensional i think um you have to really be present which i feel like in today's technologically proficient era it's harder and harder to be present because we're constantly bombarded with alert alerts and notifications and shit like that that like drives me crazy and so i i can like feel my attention span getting shorter and shorter as we get older yeah. but i think it's all about like being super super present and the more present you can be and the less like thinking about how you look or how you sound or whatever more truthful you can be and i think that's when i relate the most to watching other actors I'm like that person is being so truthful their ego is gone this is not about them they're this is about the story and i i really respect uh people and artists like that yeah totally totally and 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 you know what for i mean you can you can tell right that whenever they like in this uh, film show whatever like whenever you feel like this connection with a character you know and you and you really feel yourself involved into this world they created you know and you feel kind of you're a part of it as well and you get to this chance that like like no matter like what fight of the like whenever like the character you care it's in a it's in like in a fight or something you're like please don't die please don't die please don't die you know like like stuff like that and it's so interesting yeah. how how like how how like a character gets you to this mood or, or get you to this connection into like you really care about about that character you know it, it's so interesting that. yeah it really is somebody can i answer this question somebody asked yeah, absolutely have you rejected any roles or acts not too many i uh to keep it short i sometimes will not go to a callback if i'm like i don't I, I don't feel like this is the right thing for me. Um, or if a show has like a lot of, I've turned down auditions, I should say. If there's something in it that I'm like, this doesn't line up for me. If there's like a ton of nudity, if the character is very like blase and there's nothing much there, she's just there for show. Mm. I just won't go to the audition uh, because I'm like, why waste their time? Why waste my time? So I've definitely turned down auditions, but not many like roles or anything like that. There you go. There you go. And what would you say it's important for storytelling? important for storytelling um being truthful feeling connected to 
your cast and killing your ego, which is the hardest thing to do sometimes, but just yeah. like remembering that it's not about you and what a review will say or what somebody else will think. I had, um, oh, actually at final dress rehearsal for um, My Fair Lady, my director was like, great, now stop trying to be good. <laughs> because he could okay. tell I, I was trying to be, I wanted so badly to do a good job. Yeah. And that was like the best advice ever. Just stop trying to be good. Just do the story, you know? So yeah, to just not try to be good and just forget your ego. Love it, love it. So in 2013, you were in Deadly Sins. Tell me, like, was that like one of your first projects? And like, what are some <laughs> of the things that you learned from those first moments? That was my very first TV or film job. So I was over the moon. I was so excited. Um, met one of my good friends on that set. He played my rapist. <laughs> we ended up being really good friends. Um, what I learned on that set was really how grueling film uh, filming can be because um, we filmed in Jersey. So I was living in Manhattan at the time and they, they bust us over to Jersey, some like random part of it. And it was freezing rain. And we shot outside and thankfully I could drive a stick shift. So I was like driving the stick shift car in the rain and getting, you know, quote unquote, beaten up. And um, I just remember being frozen and we got home so late to the city, but I was so young and I was just so excited to be there. But I, I definitely realized like, oh, that and also that if you're not part of the, pr the production side, you don't get to choose the edits that they choose. So they might not use your favorite take. Uh, so I learned that really quickly too. <laughs> I was like, I did something so much better than this or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. It was nice. And, it was and then you were in Wild Horses, The Third Wheel, The Callback, The, the God Question, The Bold Guy, uh, Speed Damon and Holly, The Ouija, the Ouija Exorcism, West, West Side Sorority, uh, ballad shoes, Palermo block. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, it's just never end, which is really cool and bad as an awesome. But tell me, like, I usually get ready before going on set. And like, what are some of the things that you like the most about acting? Um, getting ready on set, I guess, like, I do like the, the vain things I make, like whiten my teeth or like, you know, work out, eat well. Now that I'm in my 30s, I have like a much more extensive skin regimen that it like depuffing and a mask and that stuff um, before set because, you know, theater, you can kind of like just be yourself. But if you're on set, like now with the way that they film in high def, you just see everything. So I kind of like prepare myself that way, try to eat good, drink a lot of water, um, just so I feel good too. And then, um, yeah, whatever the character, like Palermo, for instance, Estelle was an, an Italian girl from the Bronx. So I like, I think I watched like a Scorsese movie and I brushed up my accent, even though it comes kind of easily to me because my dad's family kind of just talks like that anyway. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> and yeah, and then once I got there, like for that in particular, they did tons of like self-tanner on me, I, like fake boobs I mean there was like blood at that point like you can't prepare for that stuff so all I can do is know my lines and make sure I'm healthy and feeling confident there you go yeah there you go that is the best <laughs> that's the best thing and then in 2018 you were nominated for best comedic actress by LA web fest for your portrayal of Brie Benson in transplant now tell me about that experience 
That was really cool because my friends and I actually wrote and produced Transplants. So it's our it's our own web series that we did two full seasons of. Um, and I I feel like it was easy for us to shine more because we were writing for our sense of humor. We were we were writing what made us laugh. And my best friend Trip and I and the director Sarah just have really good chemistry as friends and it, I feel like it came across on screen so that was really cool and it was a really nice honor um we're still we still write transplants like we're writing like a pilot for television that we want to shop because um we just don't want to ever stop working together I guess that's, that's amazing that's amazing now one of the questions here on the comments is which has been your most memorable memorable act ever most memorable I, I mean probably Eliza Doolittle I, I I honestly can't imagine getting a better role than her I, I don't know if anybody here has seen um the film with Audrey Hepburn it's just a classic and women are being written well more often now but it's still hard to find those roles that you really get to sink your teeth into and she was just one of them for me I was 28 and I just remember feeling like I don't know if it gets better than this you know, like we were in the mountains of California in this cute little town and people are so sweet. And I think that's probably the most memorable. I think that's the role that turned me into a woman. I remember I came home and I had like my first frown lines because like Eliza, like in the beginning is so like, you know, angsty and she's always yeah. frowning. <laughs> and I was like, this is a great way to get my frown lines. <laughs> Hi, that, is, that is so cool. And what advice could you give to those who recently started their acting career? Oh, geez. Well, somebody did say to me when I started out, um, say yes to everything, which I took very literally, as you can see by IMDb. There's a point for that um, where that needs to change because you can't say yes to everything. But in the beginning, you know, focus on um, putting yourself out there as much as you can and relationships. Like if somebody asks you to, to do a reading of something, do it. Don't think like, what's this going to look like on my resume or this doesn't pay anything. Like I did like Wild Horses, Speed Damon and Holly. I think those barely paid anything. They were like my first roles, you know, third wheel. I don't think that paid anything at all. Um, but I needed footage. And then once I got the footage, I got an agent. So in the beginning, that's the best time, honestly. That's when you have the most energy and the dream is the most alive. And so enjoy it and uh, say yes as much as you can if it feels right and it feels good and just keep putting yourself out there. Social media is your friend. If you can keep a good mentality around it, it's a great way to put yourself out there. Create your own stuff. There you go. There you go. There you go. And if you could describe your career at the moment on a movie, a TV show, or even a book, why not? What would be the title of it? Making it happen. Making it happen, okay. Would I, it be a movie, TV show, or a book? I was thinking the book, but it could also be a TV show, for sure. There you go. Yeah. That's awesome. I still do a lot of what I just said, which is, you know, putting your, myself out there, I make the content, I, I literally reach out to people I've worked with and just say, hey, haven't worked with you in a while. Really like to work with you. And and yeah, it's it's been um stuff has been coming up again since the pandemic. It was so dead, you know? And so I'm realizing like how much comes from you, from you stepping in and your power and being like, hey, I'm here and I want to do something with you. you it go. goes a long way. 
because really Hollywood's not knocking down my door. I'm like one of a million girls out here, you know? Yeah, yeah, but you know what? You, you can definitely make make that happen into a book. And then, and then who knows? I mean, since Netflix is basically doing shows about everything, maybe you can get through to them and get your own show yeah. too. Look at this, I love this. Persistence overcomes resistance. I love that so much. Somebody just wrote that. I think that's a great title. There you go. Yeah. Maybe that. Yeah. You know what? Maybe that could be like the sequel book. The sequel. Yes. When I'm like older with much more knowledge and wisdom. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mean, we're we're killing it here. We we're killing it here with 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 cool ideas. I mean. Yes. Like, I'd love and, to write a book at some point. I don't yeah. know what about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely do it. And yeah, definitely do it. That would be that would be real cool. Yeah. Maybe if you could describe your career this time, but on a drink, which one would you pick? Old fashioned. I would say an old fashioned because I'm an old fashioned kind of gal. I, mm. I, um, I love vintage uh, movies. I love the old movie stars. And I think that there's like a very old fashioned part of my personality. I'm not like the, I don't go partying a lot. I, I'm, kind of like an old lady inside <laughs> I love like tea and like books and hanging out with good friends and stuff That's like good. that um, but I think I have a very old-fashioned approach to to this career which is not like flirty or showing my body or anything like that which mm. if that's your thing that's your thing but I know those aren't the parts I'm gonna go out for and that's not who I am so I would say I'm old-fashioned I like that I like that. It's it's good. You know, the one that I hear the most is Long Island tea. Oh, why is that? Because so they were from say, there. Uh, no, I mean normally they would say Long Island tea, beer. Um, yesterday I got I got one like okay, which was water, and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Uh, water. Water. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love margarita, <laughs> because with the margarita was that so it's really cool you love it it's fresh you know and you always yeah. want another one and then when and then you want another one and another one until you just can't can't handle it anymore that is I true. was like hmm interesting that's really it, interesting it, that's with, a great question as an interviewer for you to ask people because it says a lot about their self-perception yeah and with the Long Island so they would say that because it's it's sweet it's cool and at the same time, it hits. It's strong. Know? That's what I was gonna say. It's strong. It's strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you realize you you are drunk, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but like, the I also think it, old uh, fashions are cozy. There's something cozy about an old yeah. fashioned and yeah, classic. Totally. Maybe it's what it, maybe it's the drink I aspire to be. <laughs> mm, mm, yeah, yeah. I'm probably like, a whenever, seltzer. Yeah, like whenever they would say like something old fashioned, it instantly goes cozy. You know, like a fireplace. You know. Yes. Something like yes. that, you know what I mean? It just is so good. It goes down so smooth and it, it's just like I love like having the ice in the glass the whole experience of totally. the old fashioned. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I mean you need to you need to really get it, yeah. But yeah, it is so interesting that that that, that question or the one that about describing the career of movie, TV show or book. I mean there are some titles that are hilarious and some of really? them that really get me thinking, yeah. And some of them uh, they're like like they like they will remain quiet and say I don't know. And I would say, let's leave it as I don't know, because your career is a mystery then. 
they're like yeah. fair enough so it's a, sure. but as you mentioned it does it does tells you more about more about the person itself you know what i mean so yeah. that's really cool yeah what's your what would you say is one of like what's um an answer that really sticks out to you about the movie or book one is there or is there one yeah there is one out? let me think um Hi, baby. for the movie i don't remember the title well but i do remember that that the story it was very deep you know that they were uh, talking about 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 like all the hard work and all the and all the yeah like all the things that that normally we the audience don't see because i mean i mean normally when when we see a movie or movie or tv show we just see the actors performing and that's it you know and we yes. don't know anything about them like how like how was like what's like what's behind it so so sometimes they would they would come to this very deep titles you know that they really get you thinking into this point like that that every dream it's it's hard work i mean maybe that but like no matter what you better keep keep pushing it keep doing what you do because at some point you're going to see kind of a kind of a you're going to see all the all all those moments of stress getting paid in a way you know what i mean yeah i i 100% agree with you yeah, yeah. i try not to focus on the on the failures you can't get anywhere without them you know i mean some days i i definitely focus on it but i try not to and focus on like you just if you keep going you're going to get something it's just the law of like not physics but yeah. <laughs> like life yeah you'll get something and actually and actually that is like my not, like my <clears throat> my next question here so like what motivates you i mean we all have those days right in, in which we in which we feel terrible with ourselves in which we mm-hmm. are asking ourselves if we should continue pursuing pursuing this career or move to something more stable you know something more normal let's say but uh so i wonder like what makes you to be out of this toxic bubble let's say to get out of it and just to, and just to continue pursuing what you love the most i think that i am a little addicted to the excitement of it mm-hmm. like it's okay. it's a little bit like a russian roulette in the way of like an audition even if it's even if it's so scary you get that like adrenaline rush and then if you get the job it's like the best feeling in the world and like right now friends of mine have a movie that we're going to be shooting in January and today I like for the first time in so long I like have that really excited feeling like oh, I'm so excited to be a part of this special thing and yeah. I just don't think I could find another job that I felt that at you know I think I could certainly work at my family's bakery and feel happy contributing and or something like that but I don't think it would fulfill that that like crazy part of me that just wants to kind of do something beyond myself mm-hmm. and and um and tell stories that either make people think or make them feel seen or make them laugh totally yeah totally yeah yeah you know what the other day uh I was watching this video and they were saying something that basically hit me you know that they were saying that graveyards are the kind of the richest place on earth because there you would there like on yeah like on the graveyards a lot of movies didn't come out a lot of scripts didn't come out a lot of book ideas business ideas music lyrics arts you know like arts in general they never saw the light so they just stay there and that basically hit me because i was like that's interesting like how many people we all know 
that they wanted to do something, but they were, but yeah, they were kind of unsure. I mean, and, and that's understandable because I mean yeah. we live in this, we live in this, uh, in this, in this world in which they, they, uh, they teach us, and that's one of the things that I that I do hate that they would teach us to search for the stable thing. But at the same time, what's a stable thing? I mean, you can find a stable job, sure, but then you're gonna be in that place for 40, 50 years working, and then you're gonna be old one day, and then what? You know, like what is like what is the message you are going to pass to to the next generations you know like what well, that is that is one of the things that that hits me every day like like if you're alive today make sure that you are doing the best of it you know not not take it as granted because you never know and i think that when you when you start taking things granted then life itself starts to taste a little bit different you know you don't taste that sweetness of being alive one day and and uh and being able to 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 do something you know to do something different you know i couldn't agree with that more i really agree on every point and i think if that if you have an idea like how you had this idea for this podcast and interviewing there's a reason there's a reason why you have that idea and i honestly don't even think it comes from just us sometimes i feel like it's the universe being like this is like your, your little nugget of follow follow me follow my your ideas you know they're there yeah. for a reason yeah absolutely absolutely i mean think ideas come out of nowhere and uh and and for me to create this to, to create this podcast was basically because of the whole of this moment in which I was uh, in which I was saying that that so I work it so I work in this place and then and then they basically don't want me anymore and then they would put me on the street and then like what's the like like what's the point of it you know I mean I do think that 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 we come to this world for something but it's up to us to yes. discover what is what is that something you know I agree I mean, it's not gonna be like 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 uh like uh, like given like here it is it's yours I mean you have to work to it and in order to work for it you need to discover new things so yeah absolutely I couldn't agree more totally. I think those jobs sometimes like I catered for years and years and I needed that money in order to be here to to pursue my work but I mean there were days where I was just like this is such a waste <laughs> like this is such a waste of my energy but of course it wasn't I needed the money but um but I do think that like we're all meant for more. Those are temporary jobs yeah. to get you to another stepping stone. Yeah, exactly. Because I do, I do hate that whenever you will meet someone and then and then they wanted to be an actor or they wanted to be a singer or painter, photographer, like whatever, and they just are unhappy with their lives, you know, and they just and they have and they have kind of being in this toxic bubble, you know, that they just can't can't get away. Yeah, like they can't get away from that and it's just it's it's such a waste because we have seen like so many examples of people that with less they create epic things you know yeah yeah totally. definitely they use what they have totally totally it is a, yeah definitely i would encourage people to to stop listening those minions in your head telling you you're not worthy and do something that you love the most definitely we all have those i think most people have those yeah. Yeah, those have bad those. thoughts like you're not worthy and you'll it'll be stupid it'll be bad it's just a natural human fear of, of rejection totally totally and like my last question you put me is what can we expect from you in the future well, I'm so excited for, um, it's funny that you asked this right now. So my 
good friends from college have a production company and we shot a proof of concept called Dance Dads. Okay. <laughs> in 2019, it's a ridiculous mockumentary. It's so friggin' funny. And we're shooting the full feature in Texas early okay. this year in January. But um, so if anybody wants to watch the proof of concept, they're streaming it Friday night at 6 p.m. Pacific Coast time. The link is in my bio. And the, the tickets are like $15 and those proceeds go to the, the um, set. But I'm just so excited to be reunited with my friends. And there's some awesome people attached. I'm just, I love comedy. It's my favorite. So I'm really excited for that. And beyond that, I, I think I'm shooting a short film soon Let's called go. Uncut. It's like a political piece. And I'm attached for a new musical about Susan B. Anthony where I, I get to play her. Um, and that will be happening up near, um, it'll be in the Finger Lakes in New York in July. And uh, that's pretty much it for right now, I think. That's amazing. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. I can't wait to see more of your awesome work. And I mean, I'm, I'm super sure that at some point we're going to see you everywhere. You know, that's we're going to see cute. you basically in every show, every movie, every franchise. We, 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 we will see you everywhere. And it's amazing that you have so many cool things coming up soon. I'm excited. It's really exciting to have anything to look forward to after a long time of like, totally. when are we ever going to get to create again? So thank you for having me on. And I look forward to more of your episodes. I tuned in last night and they're really fun. And I'm really happy you're doing this. Yep. Thank you so much. Also, thank you so much for being here and to um, and to make this happen. I mean, as I said, I've, as I've said in, in, uh, in some of my episodes before, I mean, for me, actors are basically kind of the superheroes of this thing that we call life because you basically guys go through hell. You know, you go through so many rejections, through so That's many so shitty funny. jobs, through so many awkward situations and very awkward moments, especially if you're if you're a female actress and like yeah. uh, and like but no matter what how stressful the moment might be or how stressful you might feel because of a personal thing. When it's time to perform, you always give a hundred percent. You know, you get you get into this, you forget about your about your problems and deliver this amazing performance for us, the audience. And that takes like a lot of recognition, you know, that takes like a lot of a lot of recognition and a and a lot of um a lot of respect because not I mean I can barely rem remember my phone number sometimes you know what I mean so uh, but uh, but the fact that you guys bring us entertainment and I think especially during this whole uh, pandemic craziness entertainment itself movie TV show books all of that saved me yeah they basically Every saved everyone else's books. work saved me yeah you know so That's very uh, kind of you to say <laughs> thank you yeah and and also i want to thank i want to thank those who are watching also if you're watching this later on youtube or watching or listening later on, on spotify and apple music make sure that you follow me breathing all over social media normally what i would say is for you to put pause and leave a like subscribe follow if it is your birthday happy birthday if it is if it's a good day for you keep having it if you are if you have been watching my episodes on youtube or spotify or even here thank you so much and then go follow Brittany leave a million likes i mean let the world know about this talented actress here i mean let's let's make sure everybody knows this talented actress when they come back and again Brittany, thank you so much before i send you off i need to send you off properly in an epic way oh. <laughs> it's so long <laughs> thank you so much and uh keep rocking keep being amazing and i'll see you in the next one See you on the next one. Bye, Dan. Bye.